Hey everyone, welcome back to Talking to America podcast. We're going to get started with some news. Uh, I want to do something a little different today in the news section of this. I'm actually going to go to Reddit and we're going to look at some... Some different news, not so much political. Uh, Actually, hang on. Sorry, Reddit. Yeah, I'm not used to Reddit, but I figure um, something a little different than what I'm... There it is, news. There we go. Uh, Okay. Sorry. the DeVos, let's see, Democratic, there it is. I guess we could do politics, yeah. Uh, Democratic lawyer, lawmaker says he owes Hammer's apology after calling DeVos dumb as a bag of hammers. <laughs> uh, the, by the way, the DeVoses are very, very uh, good people. They're excellent. They supply they help so many people, uh, whether it's donations or helping people with their businesses, um, providing them with a platform. The Amway Corporation, my family's been doing that for 23 years now and made thousands and thousands in it. And it's a really good platform. Um, so whoever this idiot was, this Democratic law, this damn lawmaker, uh, yeah, totally dumb that he would do that to her. Um, okay, so this is really different. Georgia County won by Biden. Clinton registers nearly 10,000 new voters before Senate runoffs. First of all, fact check on that. The, the registered voters that they're referring to aren't actual voters. Because you can go look on the Blaze. Let me open the article here. Yeah, there's a. Oh, yeah, never mind. That that's a different article. You get the idea, though. You. Oh, hang on. So what they found was actually a bunch of dead people, ten thousand dead people voting that were registered on the social security list as uh, deceased, which is pretty bad. So just fact-checking these idiots. Uh, Veterans call on Dan Crenshaw to resign for alleged role in a disparaging female vet. Highly doubt it, knowing him and knowing that what he really was saying uh, based on another article, let's go to, I think it's Epic Times. They talk about this. Um, let me bring it up. By the way, Dan Crenshaw is a veteran himself. I believe he would never do something like this unless it was to say, hey, women shouldn't be in combat. Um, now, here's the thing. Yep, okay. So, yeah, if you just go to the Blaze, they talk about this a little bit, where 
he really he was referring to yeah they shouldn't be in the line of fire they shouldn't be on the front lines which is correct they really shouldn't be down there getting shot at so let's fact check them let's let's get the truth out there i know reddit's not exactly a news source but let's be honest isn't that telling that one news source is saying one thing and another source is saying something that could be harmful to the person that they're discrediting. And this is really a, a big topic about should free speech be, I mean, sorry, should the press be uh, monitored by the government a little bit to make sure that they're not completely destroying people's lives? And I know that's a libertarian thing to say. Like, oh yeah, the government should have some say in, in, in the press because the press can completely have someone be killed for something that is put out of context. And we're seeing that over and over and over again. And we've seen it over and over again. And it's only for one side, and that's the conservative side and the Republican side. This whole Dr. Jill Biden deserves her title saying otherwise demeans teachers and community colleges. Hang on. First of all, she is not a doctor. She is she has a doctorate, but she is not if someone was sick, if somebody was coming in and saying, Hey, I my son's having a heart attack. My sorry, my dad's having a heart attack. Can you help me? Well, Jill Biden can't, Jill, J-I-L-L, right? Jill Biden can't get that person uh, CPR and they can't get them to the hospital. And it, it's, that title isn't for her. That title's for people that practice medicine on individuals or practice alternative methods like stem cells or dealing with blood transfusions or anything in that matter not for people that are <laughs> have a have a doctorate in education and, and teaching all right okay this is msnbc florida COVID-19 whistleblower um, says nothing Governor Ron DeSantis has done with the virus has been honest. Um, in one way, yes. In another way, no. Yes, Ron DeSantis locked down for far less time than all the other states, except yeah, all the other states. I was about to say except for Texas. But yeah, even Texas. Um, let's be honest. That's that's a great thing that he didn't lock down like these other states. It's very weird that these other states are even locked down considering all the data's coming out. Okay. This is so dumb. The Washington Post said, we finally identified the source of fraud in the 2020 election. It's Ron Johnson. Uh, no, it's, it's Dominion voting machines. It, it's been proven. They're 68% faulty. I should just go to the freaking 
I should just go to the Reddit uh, politics news source or, or what. Um, all this, right? This this is perfect. I can just fact check all these idiots or people. I mean, they're being idiotic. Come on. We all know that Ron DeSantis was first to get rid of the lockdowns because he knew that they were unconstitutional, uh, which we've talked about. We know Jill Biden is not a doctor. We know that Dan Crenshaw was a veteran and he he uh, he actually lost his eye in a very valiant thing, in an honorable way. Now, he jokes about it sometimes. Oh, boy. Okay, eight hours ago, AOC warns Biden that war in Wall Street appointees are a huge reason we got Trump. That is not true. Uh, the reason why we got Trump was because Biden and Obama were taking jobs away from the middle America. Actually, taking jobs away from all parts of America and sending them overseas. And the, he kept the recession going for seven to eight years straight uh, with the same exact money he was made. You could only save, I think it was like savings was $1,000. About a thousand dollars for seven to eight years straight. That that's pretty messed up. Um, and we believe Dominion was used back then too, smartware and Dominion to get him into office because he wasn't very popular in 2012. So I really don't know how he got into office. I mean, yeah, he had a good personality, but let's be honest, his policy sucked. Um, and yeah, it's weird. Um, you. Is weird in the sense that you can. It feels like you can only get one or the other. You can only get either really good policies, or yeah, you could either get really good policies and a really crappy personality, or really bad policies and a good personality. Um, but the yeah, this the presidency is not a, a contest for best personality. The presidency is about policy and lawmaking and making sure everyone is uh being served at least the, the law-abiding citizen is being served now this this is surprising i'm on reddit and i'm reading these articles and they're really old they're like six hours five hours uh eight hours old um and then <laughs> so i'm gonna get off reddit and just for a second, I'm going to go on to Parler. Literally, Parler, 47 minutes ago, police investigation viral video showing teenagers laughing as they stomp on a toy and throw them out of a window. Yeah, uh, I could believe that, wherever that was. Uh, Tucker Carlson. And let me read what he said. Imagine your nightmare health emergency. They wheel you into the hospital, and there she is, the famous doctor they told you about, but something's wrong. She doesn't have a stethoscope. There's not a chart or EKG machine in sight. Jill, a nurse yells, there's a patient here. Uh, what do we do? That's Dr. Biden to you. Uh, the woman replies icily, then begins a slideshow of equality and diversity. 
Isn't that so true? We really, man, we really messed up when it comes to, that shouldn't be that hard of a subject to talk about is doctorates versus actual doctors. Um, let's see, Mich- Michigan legislator committees, uh, hard drives. Oh, right. Okay, so there's actually a lot of evidence that the hard drives of this election have been erased, have been destroyed, um, which shouldn't be the case, but it is. Like that, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Now, here's kind of a scary thing. You got guys like Nick Floytes, wait, Floytes, yeah, who are talking about destroying the G- GOP. Um, okay, let's think about that. If we destroy the GOP that's in there already, that's not exactly the best idea. Who are you going to replace him with? The woke left or the cowering? Now, what he's talking about, let's be honest. What he's talking about is getting more people like Trump in. Uh, that, could be, uh, that could be problematic considering the situation we've had with Trump, his personality. That's why he didn't get voted back in. Um, but I think he'll get back in. I think uh, the the fraud will be found. By the way, the fraud was found. Sidney Powell came out today with Epic Times and was talking about and describing uh, every ounce of fraud, the 30 states, uh, that the executive order that Trump put in in 2018 is probably going to be used. Um, so I think he'll win. I think he can still win. It's just going to be getting the state legislators to finally get their act together and step up. Who knows? It might happen. It might not. I'm give, I'm hoping that they, they, they do. I'm just saying, if they get their butts together, if they get to work, if they work on themselves, if they do what they can, perfect. So, that's, that's just me. That's just me. Um, but who knows, right? Who knows? There are some questioning things about this whole fraud that came up with Sidney Powell. And lawsuits-wise, I don't think we're going to have any more lawsuits, but we definitely are going to have some executive orders dropped. There has to be. There has to be. This executive order about Dominion and smartware, we have to drop it. I mean, there is no question that this whole thing was set up. It's been set up since 2004. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing what's going on. I've never thought it would happen in my life. In the country, in the sorry, in the country that I live in, I never thought <laughs> that that for this whole time our voting system's been rigged. There's a reason why they were so mad that Bush uh, Jr. 
or Bush W. He got reelected. They were so mad because they started using it when he got. Because, you know, the first time I was like, ah, crap. We had legit elections, right? Back in 2000, we had a legit election. Well, I'm thinking from 2004 on, it's been rigged. Like, our elections have been rigged since then. And there is actually a lot of evidence showing that it possibly today, or sorry, this year it was just blaringly obvious that it was rigged and that the people were putting in uh, fake ballots coming in from, we got some from China, we got some from Mexico, we've some from Arizona and in New Jersey and New York going to Pennsylvania in Georgia. I mean, it's starting, and there's a, like, why would you stop counting the votes? That doesn't make sense whatsoever. I don't know anyone else who do that. Because it's uh, not exactly a normal thing to do. I've never heard of all this happening. Now, I've heard of it in other countries, of them putting in ballots, of them rigging elections, of this is third world countries, not first world countries. And I think this is where this, uh, the Tenth Amendment is going to come into play quite a bit in this next few, I think two weeks. Yeah, we got two weeks left until Congress officially, it's, it'll be Congress. It's not the Electoral College. It's Congress. They'll look at the votes and they'll say, yes, these people will be the president and vice president for the next four years. The reason why, the only reason why, oh, by the way, and Georgia. Georgia on the 5th, it's going to be extremely important how Georgia turns out. And everyone on the right, you need to be out there voting. Everyone at church who goes to church, who's a preacher, who's a pastor, who's has influence in the church, you need to get out there. You need to encourage your congregation to get in there and vote. Because that is a biblical duty. It talks about in the Bible a lot. <laughs> like It talks about being involved in the New Testament, in your government. In the Old Testament, you had people God brought into government. See, this isn't a new concept. You had God-ordained theocracies, literal theocracies that God ran. And he'd appoint people. And they'd follow his commandments and they'd say, okay, God, either, see, it's one of two things. You had one or two of these things play out. God would say, sorry, the people would say, I'm good. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Or you'd have them like, yeah, we had David. He stepped, he, you know, walked with God for a long time. Made a few mistakes, big mistakes. Um, but for the most part of his life, he, he walked with God. And as a king, he, he did fall quite a bit. At the same time, God ordained him to be a king. And when we go back, it is amazing. When we look back in history 500 years ago, it wasn't that long ago. Four or 500 years ago, it was not the norm we have today. Like to think that you can go out and protest your government or talk crap about your government and get away with it. 
that blaringly tells you that things are different here in this country. You do it anywhere else, like all the other countries look at our media and say, oh my gosh, this country is so different. Why the heck is the media bashing their president? Why are they bashing the president's staff? The Sorry. Um, the, the cabinet. What the heck is going on? Other countries are looking at us like you're the last light on the hill and the media is just bashing it and the people in the country are just taking it. See, it's very confusing to a lot of countries because they're used to the opposite. The people don't like the government because the government is so overbearing. They are the ones that bash the people and, and keep the people down. And honestly, I'm starting to think that is exactly what's going to happen with media and with social media. And all these other platforms, what we're going to start seeing is some very, very crazy things. We're going to start seeing them act like tyrants. We've already seen it now this year, like they really stepped up, but it's going to become a norm. They're just going to be tyrants constantly. They're going to act like fools. They're going to act like, like petty little freaks. It's, it's a little scary. It's a little scary to step in and look at it and just like, oh my gosh, this is absolutely nuts. Any other country would look at us right now and say, wow, this, this is nuts. That the media bashes and they actually keep their lives. Because they're looking in their own countries and like, man, they just, my government, they're going to chop my head off. They're going to put me in prison or hang me if I did something or said something like that. They look at our, yeah, they look at our, Media, and that is exactly what goes through their head. Um, oh boy, here we go. New emails shows Hunter Biden asking Hunter Biden asking Chinese partner for ten million in 2017. That's from the right scoop. Oh boy. So There's your latest news about Hunter Biden. Crazy guy. I, I think him and his dad are going to jail. His, his dad knew about all this stuff. His dad absolutely is involved. Joe, Joe is. But what's scary is if, Tre if President Trump doesn't get in on January 20th. Here's the thing. I personally think there's going to be some kind of some kind of death in the White House, <laughs> Joe Biden, uh, and Kamala will be the president, and she will bring in someone who's even as radical, if, as, yeah, as radical as her. That is so weird, right? In in our country, Joe Biden admitted, yeah, well, I only got her because her color of her skin and, and her 
uh, ethnicity, you know, all this bull crap. No, and she's a woman. We potentially could have the first woman president. Uh, and that's that's another kind of crazy, weird, wacko thing. Is that's the wacko thing, guys? Is that how this all played out? Everyone's saying. Kamala Harris is the person of the year. Um, she should get a. She should have had a better job, <clears throat> president, or given a better position. It's very weird. Like that, that they are so blaringly obvious, and they're so blaringly open. The media is, and the academies, and Hollywood. Oh, by the way, Tom Cruise lost his crap because someone didn't social distance or wear a mask or whatever. The They're making a new movie. I think it's uh, Mission Impossible 8 or whatever, 7. Yeah, you get the idea. There's a lot of hypocrisy. I'm just, yeah, there's a lot of hypocrisy, and I'm just shocked absolutely shocked it's taken this long for people in um, California and New York to wake up and realize they're trying to control us. They're trying to lock us down. Now, here's the thing. Uh, people who, <laughs> the business owners and all those guys, they're out of there. They are all out of there. And I know the news section is a very long one this today. It's uh, it's just very important to get this out because it's very, it is so important to, to know. The new the people, they're rising up, and they're not being violent. They're actually being very peaceful about this. And they just want to go back to work. Who doesn't want to go back to work after all of this? Who who wants things to go back to before twenty twenty? Like when things were sort of normal, the election was so far away, right? We all want to get back to that. And I think once the vaccine is distributed to 200 to 300 million people, sorry, 300 to 310 million people, I think everyone's going back to work. I think life's going to go back. And I know these stupid elite think that Oh, yeah, well, we got to lock down for another two years. We're not. We won't. We're not going to slowly emerge back into society. We're just going to go back to before COVID. And you know what? Things are going to be a little different in the sense that we're going to be more cautious and more careful about China and probably penalize them for with tariffs if if Trump and if the Senate is Republican. Now, if Trump's in and Republican and the only one is <laughs> Congress, which, by, I mean, the House, by the way, the House is probably about to be lost to the Democrats, too. We're probably going to get a full Republican in two years, uh, especially after what, like, what just inspired, what just conspired this year <laughs> with the election. Yeah, it's just, 
things are so different now. And people, the left is going to take COVID as like the great failure of Trump. In reality, it's the great failure of the courts, uh, the great failure of the media. We have to we have to really look at this because Trump warned everyone. Trump warned everyone in 2015, 2016. China's a threat. China's a big threat. See, the world we're in now, it's now American capitalism versus China's capitalism. That's really important. It's really important to understand. American capitalism, there's a soul to it. There's people that get involved. You can get higher up in the in the income chain. You can live the American dream. As uh, I was listening to an interview with Mike Pence, he was talking about his dad and his grandpa coming here to the U.S. and his dad running a gas station. And they live the American dream where you owned your own company. You got to make as much as you wanted or as little as you wanted. And it's just the same with Trump. Uh, I guess his, yeah, his grandparents immigrated from Ireland here to here. And his dad was a business owner. He was a business owner. See, that, that's the difference. When you're a business owner, you have business blood in you. You think very differently. You run the government very differently. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing good capitalism versus bad capitalism. I know that the... The left wants to say China's great, China's capitalism's the best. It's not. It really isn't. It's very bad. And, it, and they're a centralized government. Now, the government's bad. The people, man, the people re- are so oppressed by their government. They speak out and they go to jail. They end up getting killed for what they think. If they speak out and say the wrong things, it's very scary. It's a very scary situation because it puts them in this place where they can't, they call on America, right? Hong Kong called on America before it got taken over and ransacked. And we just sat there and did nothing. Now, the media really covered it up, by the way. The media covered it up. The American people, for the most part, had no idea unless you were into alternative media. And I think a lot more Americans are tuning into alternative media, right? They're, they're jumping into alternative media and they're looking at it like, what's going on? What is everyone doing around us? And they're starting to realize we're the only ones who can help them. And I think with the Trump administration, we're going to see another four years of greatness. We are going to see some more threats from China. I think we're going to see something real. Look, we are going to get Trump for four years. I mean, there has been an executive order in 2018 that looked at the the software of Dominion, and they said, you can't ever use this again. If you use it again, then we're going to have to do an audit, or we're going to have to just get rid of all the machines, get rid of all the votes, and it's going to go into the House of Representatives and the Senate. Look, 
That, I believe, is on the table. It was an executive order. The man knew what he was doing. He understood that the, how the Democrats thought because he was a Democrat. He was a Democrat for, gosh, 50-plus years. And then he came over to the Republican side because he realized that the, it's not that the Republicans changed. It was that the Democrats became woke is basically what it was. The Democrats became woke. He didn't like that. He left. They became even crazier after he left. It, it's I've never seen anything like this. I didn't even care. I mean, the last time I cared about politics was, I mean, I was, I was like, okay, yeah, in 2000, I was, sorry, okay, yeah, 2016 was a big year. We didn't want Hillary. We were, we were like, oh my gosh, please, not Hillary. But um, now we know that they were using Dominion. They just didn't have enough fraud. Uh, 2018, I, I did vote, but it was like, okay, I didn't really pay attention to it. Now, 2008, that was the big one. I remember a lot of my friends growing up. I was, I was, I think, eight or nine years old at the time. It was a big thing. 2008 was a huge election. It was the first African-American. And, of course... Uh, John McCain was older, so everyone was kind of like, "Well, he's seasoned," but I think I think Biden, just because he's black, we all feel guilty, but we're excited. We're guilty that you know the white man suppressed the black for so long, and so we I think we have to all vote for him. And that was the thing in 2008. We all thought, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be great. This could be awesome," and then. Mm, about, I think, two months later, we realized, oh, he's actually, a, like, straight-up socialist, communist kind of guy that we were hoping would be different. And it's scary. It's very scary how he got reelected, and things just got even worse once he was reelected. I remember 2013, 2014, paying attention to the news hearing little snippets on the radio. My parents would talk about how, like, absolutely bat crap crazy Trump, uh, Biden was. And then the Americans, I guess, had enough, and they, they voted in Trump. And of course, Trump's just the most conservative president we've ever had. You just have to look at his track record. It's not like any other president we've ever had which uh, comes to a shock to a lot of people who liked Reagan. And then uh, those days are over. Those, those days, unfortunately, are over, where it's like communism versus capitalism. Red versus uh, red, white, and blue. Um, now it, it's blaringly obvious. It's capitalism versus capitalism. Are we going to do this morally or are we going to do this immorally, soulless, we're going to destroy the people's will to fight for freedom. And then the problem is Biden is so locked in with China. I mean, the evidence is coming up over and over and over again that China is tied to the American economy. China is tied to the American government. 
And we really, I think the guy was right. The one that said we need to destroy the GOP. I think what he's really talking about is getting rid of these crazy old Republican rhinos. These guys who are just absolutely for the Democrats. They step into their shoes. And they're like, hey, I like this. I like having the money. I like having the power. Um, and we're seeing that. We're seeing that a lot more now. These people that are coming out and they're like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm a Republican only by name. Some of them are coming out and they're switching their, <laughs> they go from Republican to Democrat. Or they'll go, uh, in their past life, it was like, uh, what was it, Democrat? This one guy, he's Democrat, independent. Republican, now he's Democrat again. And he's getting praised for it. Now if he comes out as a conservative, well, he's screwed. If he says, yep, I'm a conservative, but I'm only signed on as Democrat because I support a lot of their policies. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much screwed. Now here's the thing. Trump wrecked that. Trump wrecked the GOP. Trump wrecked the, the Democrats. Trump wrecked the news. He basically has made the American people only vote for people like Trump. Let's be honest. I think for the next, shoot. Um, I know with with the Senate and the House, he's basically, he, the American people will only vote in, for the most part, the American people only vote in people that serve them. And that's how it's supposed to be, by the way. That is exactly how it's supposed to be. Uh, there's, and I'm, I'm not too sure if there ever be, if there ever will be someone like Trump. Trump is so different. He's so off the norm. I'm starting to, I'm starting to think. By the way, that is an option to vote people who are not politicians that were not already politicians. Ted Cruz is a great example. He just served as a lawyer. He served as a clerk. He served as an SA or SG. Sorry. He was not a politician before, and he's certainly not one now. The way he acts, the way he is, the way he serves, it's, it's how actually you're supposed to be in the, in the office. Anyway, um, I'm going really long, but I'm actually talking about what is in the 10th Amendment. We're going to be done with the Bill of Rights tonight. And that is, it's pretty exciting that we're getting through this. So, the powers that are not delegated to the United States by the Constitution are retained by the separate states or by the people. There are exceptions for certain powers that the Constitution prohibits to the states. All right, so that prohibits to the states. Exactly. And that's why I'm talking tonight so much about capitalism and what's going on with the people in government is because the rest of the power that was supposed to be, by the way, they're supposed to not have this much power. Our government was supposed to have so little power that the people could basically kowtow the government anytime they needed to. Like if we were to have how government was supposed to be back then, uh, for now, we could take, we're supposed to be able to take the few of us, sorry, the many of us that are the silent majority, and we were supposed to be able to step in 
we're supposed to be able to step in the government or go do government and say, you're running this wrong. We're kicking you out. We're putting in people that we like. We literally have the power to do that. It's called the secession, uh, secession of states. And they meet together, and two-thirds of them have to say, yep, we're booting this guy out. We're booting these guys out. We can do that. We can boot out the entire government and put one in, in our own way. In. It might turn into that. We don't know. I mean, things are just so crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm looking at the Amendment 12. It's a huge one. Um, Amendment 11 is very small, so tomorrow's video will be once again probably more more talk about what's going on with the election. But today there wasn't really any news until tonight, let's be honest. Like this whole morning it was just kind of boring. I was like, ah, okay, we're going to we're gonna uh, blame this guy. Okay. Uh, and then McEnany last night, oh my gosh, she tore it up. Kate, like, she basically laid out the entire, all the flaws of the left that they've been doing recently. So anyway, I'm going to stop rambling, I'm going to stop talking, and I'm going to read from the book, uh, Jat365, Thanksgiving. It's great to be thankful. And to thank others for being in your life. Thank someone today for your encouragement. Oh, for their encouragement. And see how their kindness keeps you pressing forward. Uh, list who you can thank today. You know, I was, I was looking at this. This morning. And in my head, I brought up. I was like, oh yeah, my parents. And my brother's. And and my friends, I was like, yeah, they're all really cool people. They they offer opportunities to me. They they help me out when they can. I help them when I can. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Is when you step into those shoes and you you encourage people that way because it's encouraging. You step into their shoes and like, hey. If I were them, would I'd like that? I'd like someone to thank me. And it's a it's a great thing. We don't do it enough. I don't think. Like thanking people. Just maybe you have a routine and you go to a coffee shop or maybe you have your Starbucks person that you go see, right? Every morning. Maybe just thanking them. Um or thanking the crew that made your coffee. You, you don't know how their day's going. You don't know if it's been a hard week or, or morning. Or if something, a relationship's not going the way it should be. You, you don't know. People are just so high strung, especially right now. The things I saw today, it was just, holy crud. They, all, I think what they just need to do is just, Step back for a second and breathe, first of all. The second of all, they just need to be able to step in and say, Hey, I, it's 
people need to come up to them and say, hey, thanks for your service or thank you for whatever you're doing at work because I know that things are just crazy right now. Everyone's having to mask up. Everyone's having to step out and do things they've never done before. But to get that encouragement, to get that thank you from someone. Oh, I know. I, I benefit when someone says thank you to me for something I did or or uh, something I, you know, being kind to someone else. They'll thank me for that. And it's like, oh, no problem, right? It didn't even take that much effort. Matter of fact, I actually enjoyed it. Uh, I was helping my aunt this weekend, and she was just thanking us. And it was encouraging. I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I, I'm just here to help you guys out and hang out with you guys and family. It, it was fun. It was fun for those four days to go out there and visit with family and help her out, my aunt. It was different. It gave me a pretty good perspective of family and being thankful for family and friends. and Because um, she's going through a hard time right now with everything in her life. But it definitely made me step in and say, okay, this is a pretty good life. My parents are doing pretty good. Um, it it's a absolute joy to look at that and talk to friends and family and thank them. So anyway, I'm gonna finish up because people are about to barge in. We'll get to amendment eleven tomorrow, and we will see all of you tomorrow.